Welcome to the All Around Build Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. Hey guys, Joe here from All Around Joe, and I have another podcast for you today about how to get the most out of every workout you do. Now, I think that this is really important for people that are competitive or non-competitive worker-outers. Even if you're just going to the Globo Gym, trying to pump it up, see those abs for the summer, or just get yourself into better shape, you should be thinking about some of these things that I'm going to be talking about today if you want to get the most out of your workouts. And the truth is, if you're going to go put the time in and you're going to actually spend that time at the gym, in the park, running around, whatever, you should be focusing on getting the most out of it, don't you think? Otherwise, why are you doing it? I don't even know. Okay, so let's assume that you want to get the most out of every workout, and I'm going to be teaching you how to do that, how to optimize as much as you possibly can so that you get the most possible results from every single time that you work out at the CrossFit gym, at the Globo gym, running around the track, running around the lake, whatever it may be, here we go. But as you know, before I get diving right into that topic, I wanted to talk about my partners on this podcast. The first one is Whoop at WHOP.com. The Whoop strap is an always-on activity tracker that tells me how recovered I am. Why is this important? If you are putting all of you can or all that you can into every single day, it is very important to know how recovered you are so that you can actively know when to push and when to lay off. I don't know about you, but if you're like me, you need to be told when the best times are to take a break. I totally need to do that. In fact, right now, my body is signaling that it's a little bit overreached, so I need to be very careful and spend more time resting. But what I know because of the whoop, if I rest, that I'm actually going to be getting more gains. When your body is stressed to the point where it needs time off, you will improve by taking time off. It's crazy, right? So that's what Whoop can do for you. And if you want to check out a Whoop strap, you can go to whoop.com, use the code allaroundjoe and get 100 bucks off. All my top athletes use it. We share our Whoop information so that we can hold each other accountable. It is a fantastic thing, not only to mention that, but other professional athletes around the world are also getting on the Whoop bandwagon. Just do a search for Whoop and see who's wearing them, and you can check it out for yourself. Let me know if you have any questions. The other partner that I want to talk about today is Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is a blood-based data or like to call it a nutrition supplementation lifestyle company that basically what you do is you go and get your blood drawn really quickly. It takes about 10 or 15 minutes, super easy. And then a few days later, you get information telling you based off of your internals, about what you should be eating, what you should be supplementing with, and how your lifestyle should be adjusted in order to get maximum results. This is the number one thing that I have done for myself in the last, shoot, 10 years. Maybe the most important thing that I've ever tested in my fitness active lifestyle career. I wish I would have known about this a long time ago, and I can't wait to see where it continues to go in the future. But if you go to insidetracker.com, use the code allaroundjoe, you can get yourself 10% off any of their tests, I highly recommend just going with the boat 
the the full boat doing the the largest package that you can because why wouldn't you want to know everything that you can I also believe that this is far more important than going to get a checkup with your doctor, just so you know, uh, because their doctor usually is not going to have all the references for the information the Inside Tracker is going to have. If you want to take your information from Inside Tracker to your doctor to have a better look at what's actually going on, that would be a smart move, okay? But I don't rely just upon my doctor because he doesn't do enough tests, because he doesn't have a correlation between research journals that are going to be giving you recommendations based off of nutrition. Most doctors don't have hardly any nutritional training. So enough about my rant. Go to InsideTracker.com if you want to know more about yourself and perform better like I do. And use the code AllAroundJoe to get yourself 10% off. So those are my partners, guys. If you have any questions about them, feel free to reach out to me at allaroundjoe.com slash 110. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 110 where you can find the comment section for this podcast. I'm happy to respond to you there. So this podcast is all about how to get the most out of every workout, which is what we should all be wanting to do if we're going to spend the time freaking working out, right? So let's figure out how to do that. I'm totally going to guess that you don't spend, like I said, hours in the gym because you want lousy results. I don't. I want to optimize my results so I can spend less time having to do what I need to do in order to get massive gains in strength, so I can get massive gains in endurance, so I can have ripped abs all the time, and so I can generally feel great. Those are my goals, but we can take your goals and we can plug them in right there, and all of these things that I'm going to be talking about are going, to rep- are going to work with your goals just the same as they're going to work with my goals, okay? So how do we plan and prepare to get the most out of every workout? The first thing you're going to want to do is making sure that you know what you're trying to accomplish, okay? Which is essentially setting those goals, right? If you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, then you don't really know or have a reason for doing what you're doing. And this kind of relates to everything in life if we want to get very deep about it. What are you trying to accomplish in your life? You know, are you trying to build a business? Are you trying to support a family? Are you trying to have a great relationship? You should be writing down and know everything that you're trying to accomplish as it relates to every single part of your life. And this is just the fitness part, the health and fitness and nutrition and all that basically the same thing part of your life that we're talking about here today. But know what you're trying to accomplish. So like I said, just so that I can repeat it and you can hear it again. I'm trying to accomplish massive strength games. I'm trying to increase my cardiovascular endurance. I am trying to always be lean and ripped, and I want to feel great on a daily basis. So that's what I am trying to accomplish. And I can even get down to the nitty-gritty and tell you all of the goals that I have for specific movements, for specific endurance goals, for specific body fat or the way I look goals, and then also for energy goals. And I'm trying to accomplish those pretty much every single day. So that's your first step. If you need to, stop this podcast right now and write down what you are trying to accomplish. And if you really want to get massive gains, write down those things for all those different parts of your life and then share them with somebody in your life so that they can help you to accomplish those. I think it's really, really important to have a buddy on this if you can. If you can't, that's fine as well. Just start by writing them down so that you have a clear idea of what you're going for. Next, 
The second step in how to get the most out of every workout is visualize your success. So if you're going to go to the gym, you're going to spend time in there. If you can figure out what your workout is going to be before you go into the gym, ideally at least the day before. I like to do the day before so I take a sneak peek of the workout that I'm going to be doing for tomorrow so that when I lay down for bed at night, I will visualize going through that workout. What this does is a few things, all right? First of all, it gets you acquainted with what the workout is going to be that you're going to be going through. So having information about what you're going to be doing is always going to set you up for more success than not having that information, right? It's like going into battle and knowing where everybody's going to be hiding. So if you know those things, you take them into account and then you visualize them, okay? So when you lay down, close your eyes, go to bed at night, walk yourself through the workout. So an example of that is like, let's say Fran, 21.15.9 of thrusters and pull-ups. So I would lay down and then I close my eyes and I actually visualize myself. And there's a couple different ways of visualizing and people do this differently and it's no, there's not a right way. Some people will actually see themselves. So they close their eyes and they see themselves moving through the movement patterns or you visualize and you are actually in your own skin moving through the visual patterns. And that's where how I do it. But I've heard that there are not any wrong ways of this of doing this. And if you'd like to dig into this further, check out a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. It's a fantastic book about how all kinds of professional performers get better at their craft and perform better by using these simple visualization, visualization tactics. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay down in bed and I'm going to visualize myself, what it feels like with the weight on my body, how my body is moving, and I'm always visualizing the best possible case scenario. So how fast could I possibly be doing those, those thrusters, then quickly hopping up onto the bar, taking full deep breaths, moving very quickly, tight through butterfly pull-ups, and then back to the bar, back to the pull-ups, and so on until I'm done with the workout. And then even how I'm going to feel when I get done with it and how I'm going to walk around and figuring out what the best case scenario is for that, looking at the time, everything. So doing that will give you a advantage to people that are not doing that. It will also give your body a like a pre-practice setting because science is showing that your body is actually sending signals through your body the same way it is when it's actually training. You're not going to be, you know, moving through thrusters in your bed. The body's not actually going to be moving, but the brain is sending signals so that you're practicing that pattern before you even get into the movement. Pretty cool stuff. You can do this again for all different parts of your life. If you're practicing a speech, if you're practicing, you you know, have a conversation with somebody. If you're practicing doing a project or whatever, you can practice this visualization visualization stuff. I think it's a great way to start with your workouts. It's a great way to start. So you're going to visualize. The next step is to prep your body for movement. A good example is that you're going to have a bunch of pull-ups in the workout that you know because you cheated or you went and checked out the workout the day before it's like cheating that's good and then you because you know that you know that you have tight shoulders and you got to go and get there five minutes ten minutes early and do some warm-up stuff for you so that you can get yourself prepared for that workout because the coach even if you have a coach or personal trainer does not know exactly what you're feeling inside your body they try their best but they never know so if you want to perform your best you have to be or put yourself into a situation to do so, okay? 
nobody knows exactly what kind of shit that you have going on in your body. It's all your own shit. You got to figure it out. You got to get moving. You got to go and prep yourself in the ways that you need to be prepped in order to get ready. That could be stretching. That could be, you know, some kind of mobilizing. That could be foam rolling. Whatever it may be for you on that particular day that's going to get you ready, it's going to prep you better. And then when you go through the warm-up that your coach or trainer or you even put yourself through, you're going to be that much more prepared to get the most out of your workout. And it only takes five or 10 minutes. You just have to think your way through it. And if you have questions about it, you're like, hey, I have tight shoulders, then go ask the coach or ask me for a few exercises that you could do in order to prep your body before that particular workout. Easy, done. Asking for help is always a positive thing to do. If you don't know, ask for help. You can't figure it out all on your own and you shouldn't have to. Next up, four, how to get the most out of every workout try harder. (laughs) This one might kind of sound funny, but I've noticed that it's something that has helped me to get the most out of every, every one of my workouts. And after having done CrossFit for a while, sometimes I expect that it's just that I'm going to walk into the gym and no matter what, you're going to give 100%. But that doesn't seem to be the case, at least not for me. And I've been sharing this with other people and I think that it's been helping them to get more out of their workouts as well. So let's say, for example, you have a back squat. It's a heavy back squat day and you're trying to do your best. Figure out what portion of that back squat do you have to put the most intensity into and then focus that intensity immediately when that portion of the squat is hit. So if I'm doing a back squat and I know that I've got to bounce out of the bottom and then give 100%, maybe even grunting, yelling, whatever, at that point... I am completely focused on getting to that point and then putting all of my mental juice into that particular spot and pushing extra hard during that portion of the movement. I've found this to be completely helpful because I always thought or, you know, I think people think that you throw 400 pounds on your back and you're going to give your 100%. Kind of, but I think that you can get little teeny, teeny bits more out of yourself when you focus on particular aspects that you're going to need to add more pressure or intensity to. This has been a huge help to me as I've been going through some of this re-strength gaining portions of my training. So try it out, figure out what the hardest part of your movements are, And this is done more effectively with slower moving things like strength rather than being in the middle of a fast moving Metcon type of training. But you could split little things out of your Metcon in order to do this as well. I just feel like this is very focused, thoughtful movement patterns that are usually done better with something like uh, squats or snatches or jerks. I've been working on it a lot with my jerks where I know that I have to just be incredibly fast. So exploding up out of that dip and then incredibly fast into my split jerk. And it has been helpful, very, very helpful in getting those extra pounds on the bar. Give it a shot. Let me know what you think. I think it works great. And it's just what I call the try harder principle. Silly, but it works. So go try harder. Practice is the next step. Make sure that you're spending time to practice if you want to get better at anything. 
this might sound silly. You might be like, well, I go to the CrossFit gym so I can practice. Kind of, but a lot of times you'll go to the CrossFit gym and there might be a strength movement. So you might do some heavy squats or, you know, some sort of oily lifting. And that can be practiced depending on how you look at it. But then you get into a Metcon and maybe there's, you know, pull-ups and there's running and there's rowing and there's burpees. When did you take the time other than maybe those few warm-up reps to practice what you were working on, like for your pull-ups, you should all be doing butterfly pull-ups because they're the fastest, most efficient way of doing them. But did you practice or are you just going to get into the intensity portion of it and just do kipping pull-ups and be much slower than the person that took, you know, even like three to five minutes to practice and think about the movement that you're trying to do. It's super important to slow things down and think about what you're trying to accomplish and then put some very deliberate practice into what you want to be doing. That's where your brain and your body starts to figure things out and move better. So make sure that you take that little bit of time, schedule it in, and that could be at the beginning, you know, like I said, if you have certain things that you need to warm up and get ready for, you can use that time as well to do some practice. So let's say you show up at the gym 15 minutes early, you spend the first five minutes getting your own warm-up in, and then you spend 10 or seven minutes practicing something that's going to be in the workout, but in a way that's going to make you better at it when you get to that workout. I hope you're following here. This will make a world of difference and giant leaps of improvement in your movement patterns. Lastly, the last thing we're going to talk about here in this podcast today is recovery or how to recover. Okay, so your workout doesn't end when you finish your last set or reps. That's when the recovery begins. Because like I said, why would you go beat yourself up at the gym if you were just going to let everything go after that. You want to go beat yourself up at the gym so that you can get better the next time. And this is just a full portion of the workout. The workout doesn't stop when the last rep ends. The workout stops when the recovery is complete. So that recovery should be always included in a cool down phase. Even if the class is over, you should cool down your own. You should sit on an air bike or a rower, just do some light stretching. And the reason for this is you're going to really switch your body over from that like adrenaline filled fight or flight mode that you had during the workout and shift it back to your rest and relax or your parasympathetic state of being so your body will recover from all of that trauma that you just put it through. And being conscious of this and knowing how to do it effectively is going to be huge as far as your body coming back and being stronger for the next workout, which is could be the next day, a few hours later even, or maybe in a few days. So doing this, doing it effectively is going to be huge for you. And like I said, it could involve just sitting on a bike, moving slow. This is not an intense thing. Moving slow, sitting on a rower, moving slow, or just doing some stretching or some foam rolling, using a lacrosse ball. It's really important that you let your body shift back into that mode. Not allowing your body to do this can result in higher levels of cortisol for higher periods of time, which can result in a stored body fat where you don't want it to be. And if you leave it for a long enough time, and if you have stressors, probably in other areas of your life, then you're going to or you could go down the adrenal fatigue road, which I went through a few years back. And I don't want anybody to ever have to do that because it just feels terrible on your body. 
It's like you're working incredibly hard at everything and you're incredibly stressed because you're trying to work extra hard and then your body just shuts down on you and they're like, it's like, oh, come on, you need a break. So that's why the recovery portion is so important. All right, that's what I've got for you on the podcast today. If you want to get the most out of every workout, Let's recap. You need to know what you're trying to accomplish. You need to visualize your success. You prep your body for movement. You try harder. You practice and make time for practice. And then you recover. So making sure that you have all those components will help you to get the most out of every workout, will help you to improve the fastest, will help you to go back full circle and accomplish what you're trying to accomplish, which you should know. So I hope this was beneficial for you. Make sure that you guys check out my partners, which were whoop at whoop.com, the Always On Activity Tracker. Use the code ALLAROUNDJOE to get yourself 100 bucks off the whoop strap. It's good stuff. And Inside Tracker, the number one tool that I have used bar none in my fitness career. Use the code ALLAROUNDJOE at insidetracker.com to get yourself a 10% discount. And as always, if you want to write any comments down, the show notes are at allaroundjoe.com slash 110. That is 110. The All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.